0: Okay, so this is probably the worst recording setup I've ever had in my entire life, but um, yeah, I'm literally sitting on my bed holding the microphone in my hand. <laughs> it's really funny, actually. Um, okay, so today, I'm really all over the place, um, but I'm going to do my own little rewind I know I actually haven't had this podcast for this whole year, but, um, I'm just going to do a little rewind of what my 2020 was like, um, yeah, and just other things that I feel like talking about. I'm going to yawn, sorry. Okay, also I'm not editing this podcast at all, um, because I don't have time because it's literally New Year's Eve. Um, and I want to get this up before 2021. (laughs) So yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to start with talking about, uh, like movies, music, media that I was, that I either discovered or got really into in 2020. Um, the music, most of it is, um, found from my, so obviously we don't, Apple music users don't have Spotify wrapped because Apple's dumb and we don't have a wrapped feature at all. Um, until this year, which it's not really wrapped. It's just, um, what is it called? It's called like top songs of the year or something. But so, um, so I'm going to go through the songs the albums that, like, I have in that playlist, um, so my most played, absolutely most played is Meet More Chill, um, both of the cast albums, the first half of the year, I started out listening more to the original one, and then I moved on to the Broadway cast album, probably sometime around the middle of the year, and I still listen to both, um, and I still think they're both, um, equally good, they're just very different, um, So, yeah, that's my, like, most played from 2020. Um, Second is Heathers. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because at the beginning of this year, I was obsessed with Heathers. I still love it. Um, Yeah, this is so boring. I feel like this is boring. Well, too bad. I didn't plan anything else, so. (laughs) Um, Third is... Dear Evan Hansen, it's not all the songs because they make me cry. Only, like, some of the songs are in the top played. I think I think it's probably You Will Be Found. No, not You Will Be Found. I think I've literally listened to it twice. Although, Bella shares my Apple Music, and so she probably listens to it more than I do. Um, Waving Through a Window, and Sincerely Me, and Maybe Good For You. I think Good For You is probably in there somewhere. Basically, all the ones that don't make me cry too hard um at least usually um things the album things to ruin by joe iconis um a lot of different songs from that mainly i think um i'm trying to think what's the song called i was born this morning the cicada song um i'm trying to think what's the name of that song oh my gosh honey um, Never Heard Nothing, and, I can't remember the other song, Everybody's at the Bar Without Me, I think, yeah, probably, um, Billie Eilish songs, only a few of them, um, recently I've been listening to Therefore I Am a ton, um, I think Bury a Friend, Bad Guy, and, maybe come out and play are on the top, um, songs of 2020 for me, I think, I don't know, I'm not looking at the playlist, I'm just looking at what I wrote down, um, the Beetlejuice Broadway soundtrack, I listened to that, like, obsessively, probably in, when was that, that had to be, like, January, February, um, and also at the end of 2020, I mean, not 2020, 2019. Um, I still listen to some songs quite a bit. Um, any songs by AJR? I'm trying to think. Um, what's probably on there? Break My Face from Neo Theater. Um, Burn the House Down from The Click, probably. Um... I'm trying to think. What's another song that is like it's an ultimate like just go to song. Yeah, I can't think of one. (laughs) There are ones though. Um MXM Tune, her she changed it. It's like I think Dusk and Dawn are the two albums or EPs. Originally she had a different EP with It had "Fever Dream," and I can't remember what the other song was that was on there. "Lessons," "Fever Dream," "Lessons," and one other song. I can't remember. But that EP I listened to a lot. And then she like made like the full EP, Um, or it was no, she made like a full album. And so then I redownloaded it as that, because um, the EP got taken off of iTunes, because the songs were up in an album. Um, but yeah, um, I'm trying to think. No Faker, Fever Dream, I listened to a ton, because I had a really cool concept for a dance, and then uh, the end of senior year got ruined. <laughs> um, trying to think. What else? Um Prom Dress, High and Dry. Um yeah, I think that's kind of it. That's all I can think of right now that I like would listen to a lot from MXM Tune. Um Hozier I listen to a lot, like January, February. Um I'm trying to think of the songs. Cherry Wine, I have recently started loving jackboot jump again, um, someone new, I listen to Hozier a lot over the summer, too, um, just because, like, when we would ride our bikes, it would just, it would, it's, like, just the kind of music that you're, like, oh, it makes me feel like I want to be outside and stuff, which nothing makes me feel like I want to be outside, so I don't know, um, what that was, but, <laughs> I also listen to a lot of lo-fi music, mainly by Biosphere and JSON, um, and, yeah, I think mainly by Biosphere, though, um, I just listen to lo-fi music when I'm trying to, like, calm down or concentrate on, like, homework and whatever, um, okay, so these are some ones that I think I listen to a lot, but I, um but weren't in my most played because I discovered them a lot more recently. Um, or I like listened to them like sporadically throughout the year. I would go through periods where I would like listen to them super intensely and then I would just completely forget about them. Um, so Dodie, um, she released like, I think two or three new songs in like the past like year, like of 2020. And so I listened to her like, I listened to those songs, like, on repeat then, but then I just kind of legitimately forgot, and, like, I would have her, like, in my library when I was, like, shuffling my music or whatever, but I wouldn't, like, intentionally listen to her. Um, Gorillas I got really into recently. I don't remember why. I think I discovered, well, I mean, I already knew, like, they're more popular songs, but then I discovered, what's the song called? Uh, Saturn's Bars. Um. Somehow, I think I was listening to, I was watching a video of one of their concerts because I was very fascinated on how they do their concerts and stuff because obviously it's like a virtual band. It's very interesting. So, um. So yeah, but so I so I found the song Saturn's Bars and then I watched the music video for it. It was really cool. So yeah, they have some really cool like lore and stuff around their music. Um. Dula Peep, (laughs) I'm kidding, Dua Lipa, (laughs) oh my gosh, that video makes me laugh so hard, um, but Dua Lipa, I started listening to a lot this year, because, um, my, like, near the end of the year, because my roommate really likes Dua Lipa, um, and Zara Larson, so I started listening to some more, like, pop music, and, like, they're good artists, they're just not the kind of music I would listen to, like, all the time, um, yeah, I, my 10th grade self would be mad at me for even admitting that I like pop music at all, but, um, yeah, (laughs) um, my little pony soundtrack I got back into because, um, I'm back in the States, and last time I was in the States, I was obsessed with my little pony, and so it just kind of, like, it was really weird, I just, like, I remembered that I had a My Little Pony Christmas album that I had bought for myself in eighth grade and I found it again on my iTunes and so I was like listening to it and I was like oh my gosh this is like actually so calming because it reminds me of when I was younger um so I listened to that quite a bit um I don't want to be free by Markiplier and the Gregory Brothers this one's just embarrassing I heard Mark singing on like some like live stream at some point and I was like I have to listen to it because obviously this was the year of Unis Honest and stuff um so yeah so I I have not actually watched like a heist with Markiplier but um I Don't Want to Be Free is a very good song and I think it should be on Broadway <laughs> um to go along with that Ethan Nestor's Christmas album from like I think it's from like 2017 or 18, um, but yeah, it's very good, um, I listened to that a lot around Christmas time, so recently, um, Claro, I discovered earlier this year, I, oh my gosh, I love her music, it's so, like, calming, she's also from the town that I used to go to church in, here in Massachusetts, so that's cool, um, yeah and then penelope scott um i discovered her through alt tiktok um with her song dumpster cigarette agao um yeah her music is very like it's loud but I really like it, like, the first time I listened to Cigarette Aja it was, like, I was, like, just, like, it was, like, emotionally overwhelming almost, but it was really good, um, yeah, um, and then Bang by the Soho Dolls, it's, um, it's another alt TikTok song, but it's a very good song, and I, uh, I really like it my most listened to podcast of this year um i don't understand honestly that's not really a podcast um but it's a radio drama i listened to that a lot this year because it's just really calming for me i actually like listen to literally the same episode every single night to go to sleep like not every night but like when i can't sleep i'll listen to that episode because it like i and i like just listen to it when i need something to be on in the background, and, like, honestly, I've started, like, just putting on anything in the background, so it's, like, not, like, quiet, and I think it, like, helps me, like, with, like, I don't know, not having, like, not, like, overloading my, like, senses or whatever, um, and then Very, Really Good by Curtis Connor, uh, just a comedy podcast, um, I can't, what the podcast is called. I think it's just called C.S. Joseph, but it's by C.S. Joseph. It's about, um, Myers-Briggs type indicator, um, and just personality typing. Um, and then Illuminati, she, um, Blair, um, talks about multi-level marketing schemes and, um, just like bad businesses that you shouldn't support and stuff um and just like exposes like problematic companies and stuff um and her podcasts are very interesting and if you're interested in like being like an ethical consumer um then you should check it out because and she has a youtube channel too um she just recently started putting her like videos into a podcast forum. so it's easier to just like listen to them instead of having to like go on YouTube and find them and then listen to them from there. So yeah, um, movies for this year that I got really into, um, Heather's as I said before because the musical I got really into the movie. Um, they're very they're two very different things, but I still think they're both really good. Um, yeah, it's like this, the storylines are like pretty much the same, but the character development is very different. Um, Mean Girls, I finally watched the movie after having listened to the musical for like three years. Um, and having been from Africa my whole life. Um, it's really, it's just really funny. Um, obviously not super like politically correct, but it was made in the early 2000s. So that explains a lot. (laughs) Um, the matrix, that's another really good movie. Your brain hurts after you watch it, but it's just so interesting. Um, it's like absolutely my kind of movie. Like if anyone knows any other movies or like books that are like the matrix, please like tell me about them because I really, really want to like find more like media like that because it was just so interesting. Um, Dead Poets Society, I cried a lot, oh my gosh, I cried a lot when I watched that, but it's very beautiful, um, it's another one of those movies that, like, I don't know, it kind of showed me that I'm, like, I really am an adult now, like, I mean, I know I'm a young adult, and adults who are listening to this, you guys, feel free to laugh at me, because I know I don't know anything, I'm 19, but, um, But yeah, uh, but Dead Poets Society was definitely a movie that helped me, like, I guess, like, kind of realize, like, this is what it, like, is to be, like, human. Like, we have emotions, and we, we can do things, like, with our emotions to express them. Like, I don't know, and it helped me realize that, like, entertainment really does, like, like, media does shape our thinking, and so we do need to be, like, consuming media that, like, inspires us, and that's, like, good for us. We, like, if you only consume, like, violence in media, like, obviously I'm not saying that media causes violence, but it can, like, it does, it, what you watch does influence your brain. So, anyway, um, I went off on that, <laughs> um, The Proposal, I had never seen that movie until this year when me and my boyfriend at the time, we decided to watch it together because he was like, oh, it's such a funny movie, you should watch it, and so we watched it together, um, yeah, it's, oh my gosh, it's so funny, um, yeah, sorry, I just, like, zoned out for a second, um, (laughs) Uh, and then Ratatouille is the last movie I'm going to put. It's been, Ratatouille has been my go-to since 2007 when it came out, but this year it really is hitting different for sure. Um, (laughs) and then the Ratatouille musical is coming out tomorrow and I'm so excited. I actually need to look up the castles for that. Um, anyway, tv shows i don't really watch tv shows because i don't have netflix or anything um but the mandalorian of course oh my gosh the season finale got me for season two if you haven't seen it please watch it it's so good um and i just oh my gosh i love there's this one part and it's not in it's not in the finale i don't think I think it's in the one before the finale but there are these four oh no it is in the finale there are these four really like cool women who are like fighters and they like all go together to go like fight this person it's so cool oh my gosh um but yeah so Mandalorian and then Never Have I Ever um I watched that with my roommate it's basically about being a high schooler And this, like, girl who's going through, like, grief as she, like, tries to process um, the loss of her father. Um, Yeah, it's a really, really good show. And, like, the acting in it is amazing. Um, Yeah. Okay, so moving on to social media and stuff. Um, Yeah. My favorite, okay, so my most watched, like, YouTubers of the year, I know YouTube doesn't do, it's like, YouTube does a rewind, but not individually for each person, um, my most watched are probably Curtis Connor, Drew Gooden, Danny Gonzalez, Trend Level, Casey Alonzo, which, oh my gosh, Casey's videos, like, I just, will just put them on in the background, and then occasionally, like, tune back into them, and just laugh super hard, and that's what I do with most of these videos, I just kind of put them on as background noise, Um, and then Illuminati, as I said before, who now turns her videos into podcasts and then Beep Boop, um, who is actually one of my friends, um, and she makes TikTok compilations (laughs) and they're really funny. Um, yeah, so those are, I think my most watched YouTubers probably of this year. I'm probably forgetting some people. I can't really think of anyone though. Yeah. Um, okay. And then these are just some trends that I just wanted to bring back for you guys to remember some trends slash some things that just, I'm like, this only could have happened in 2020. Um, people's obsessions with Among Us and Animal Crossing. I don't have a Nintendo Switch, so I never actually played real Animal Crossing, but I do have Animal Crossing, um, Pocket Camp on my phone. It's very fun. Um, And Among Us, obviously, is really, really fun. (laughs) Um, It's just so funny. Like, I saw this meme that was, like, talking about how we went from, like, peaceful farming at the beginning of quarantine to, like, backstabbing and stuff. And Among Us in, like, the end of 2020, like, and that is true. Like, I should do, like, something on the psychology of, like, quarantine, Maybe I'll do that. Maybe, maybe that'll be like the first episode of 2021 or something. Um, yeah. Another thing is like the celebrity foods. I'm mainly thinking of the Charlie, which was the drink at Dunkin' Donuts and then the Travis Scott burger at McDonald's. Um, I, like celebrities are clearly like when you can't make money from like concerts and stuff, then you got to resort to other things. And apparently this is the thing. And I mean, obviously there have always been like celebrity endorsed like foods and stuff, but I don't know. I just find it really funny for some reason. Um, and like kind of going along with that celebrities being brought down to like the level of like social media influencers. Like that's just very weird to me. Like the fact that professional Hollywood actors were putting themselves on cameo like that's really funny that's really funny (laughs) um yeah and like all the things that have been done over zoom I'm mainly thinking of now Broadway um how a bunch of Broadway actors have done shows over zoom I guess like I mean, not exactly like over Zoom, but it's not, it's not like they're actually doing like full like Broadway shows over Zoom, but they're still acting over Zoom, which is crazy. Cause that's something that in 2019, we never would have thought of that. Um, yeah. And then theater becoming more accessible through streaming services with Hamilton, um, being on Disney plus and even Newsies. I mean, Newsies was available before, like, but still, like, Hamilton being on Disney+, plus that's a huge deal, um, the election, oh, gosh, um, literally just a mess, of course, it was a mess, it was 2020, but, yeah, the memes, Gen Z pulling through and actually voting, historic voter turnout, just all of that is- something that I feel like wouldn't have happened if we didn't have quarantine because people wouldn't have been really paying attention to it they would have been going on with daily life but because there is no really like daily normal life anymore um yeah um and going along with that like the anti-racist protests and movements um I mean that have obviously always been there but were really brought to people's attention this year um and then the rise of subcultures online so it might just be the side of TikTok I'm on, but it seems to me that there are a lot more people who are willing to dress unconventionally and like behave unconventionally and listen to unconventional music. I mean, I mean, there's always, gosh, I just repeated myself. I didn't even realize I did that. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, there's always obviously been like people out there who like, like punk people in the 90s and like things like that um but there really are like a ton of subcultures oh my gosh um and I think a lot of that has kind of come about because people are stuck inside their houses so like we've kind of a lot of people I think have realized that just wear whatever you want like style clothing style is really like a social construct like obviously there can't be trends if there's no society and so when everyone's stuck inside and you don't even see other people and there's no social aspect to life, then yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just more deep than it needed to be, but there's gotta be something there like psychologically that, um, when you're isolated from people, you kind of do what you want more, (laughs) I guess. And yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay memes of 2020 (laughs) a lot of these i found from the um Yo ho 2020 meme rewind um and there are definitely a lot more than this these are just the ones that i could remember slash that made me laugh the most um the bernie sanders i'm once again asking for financial support oh my gosh that one is so funny uh, coffin dance that was like near the beginning of quarantine, which just was morbid but very funny. And that's just what I mean, that's just what memes are. But oh my gosh, the coffin dance so funny! Just like it's the it's also like the most African thing ever. Like, I remember when the coffin dance came out, I just remember me being like, oh my gosh, I can actually see this happening and like. A Kenyan music video and up. Oh, so funny! I mean, and it was an African music video. It was from I think Nigeria, but oh my word! Um, I had never seen two pretty best friends. That's a more recent one, but that one makes me laugh really hard. The guy's eyes, like this man, does not look. He looks like a robot. Um, this is, goes along with like the election memes, but um, Kenneth Copeland and Paul White just literally acting insane. Um, during their like little sermons, praying for like Trump to be elected or something. And then like, what did she say? Um, Fall White said, angels are being dispatched from Africa to come like help us or whatever. Girl, what is this? (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's, I don't even know. (laughs) Celebrities singing Imagine that was a big one at the beginning of quarantine, like, you guys are living in your big houses, you, like, yeah, you imagine all the people who are, like, sad and stuff, you imagine that, I bet you can't, (laughs) like, um, yeah, and then Among Us memes, oh my word, including, especially when AOC streamed, um, with all those YouTubers, which is so funny, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe, like, I mean, she, she knows her target audience and that's the Gen Z's. Um, <laughs> uh, the Ice Age baby memes. I never really got the Ice Age baby memes. I don't know where it started. I never really bothered to look it up. I think it started with some YouTuber. Um, <laughs> but it's still funny. Like, everyone being like, oh, this is the Ice Age baby grown-ups and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. Makes me laugh so hard. And for, like, any, like, non-Gen Z people or non, like, meme people who are listening to this, I'm so sorry. This makes no sense to you, probably. Um, but honestly, like, it's just funny because it doesn't make sense. Um, the, I guess you are my little pog champ slash poggers. <laughs> I don't even remember when that became popular, I just remember someone, like, people just started saying poggers, and I was like, okay, um, I'm like, I know where it comes from, but, like, <laughs> just, like, what the heck, um, stick bug memes, oh my gosh, stick bug memes, my roommate hates them, I think they're the funniest things ever, like, it's just a stick bug, mining is a business, like, let me let him live. Let me think it's funny. (laughs) Um, are you a winning son? Those memes can be applied to so many different things. Um, so funny. Da Vinci. Um, that was a more recent one. That was a TikTok, but still funny. Um, also the guys, the, um, what are their names? The Voros twins yeah yeah that's the last name um they're so funny oh my gosh and they're like they're actually like legitimately cool people too uh curtis had him had them on his podcast um and they're yeah they're just really chill people they're also wrestlers which i didn't know um clone high memes because the clone high reboot um more election memes the fly on mike pence's head um, Tiger King memes, I never understood the Tiger King memes, because obviously I didn't watch it, um, cake memes, like, the everything is cake memes, because of those cakes that were super realistic, and looked like real things, uh, the astronaut meme that's, like, is this earth always has been that meme, if you, if you just look up always has been meme, you'll know, um, memes about Unus Onus ending it was a channel that existed for a year um and then the cat meme where the cat's going like (laughs) that sound is probably the most annoying thing ever but that's what the cat does and and it makes me laugh for no reason and then also the cat vibing to that polka song oh my gosh where, where the guy's like drumming If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm very sorry, (laughs) but that meme makes me laugh so hard because you can put that cat vibing over literally anything. Oh gosh. Okay. Now that I've gotten through the like dumb stuff, I'm going to go into a little rewind of my own, AKA 2020 rewind of Zippy's life. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to kind of go through a few months at a time. So, um, let's start with January and February until like the middle of March. So basically when 2020 was still normal. Um, so I was in my second term of school in my senior year at boarding school. Um, it was pretty average, honestly. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't doing fantastically like emotionally and stuff. Um, but I was going to therapy and I actually, like, was trying pretty hard to work on feeling better about myself. Like, I would go on walks and stuff when I felt sad. And I was, like, talking to people. I was talking to a therapist. I had my mentor. Like, things were going pretty well. I was still pretty, like, anxious and stuff. But um, things were going quite a bit better than they had the term before. Um, I was rooming with my friend Allison, who is amazing. I love her so much. Um, and we would catch bugs together and she would never let me kill spiders in our room and she would catch them in a cup and keep it on our desk um we roller skated a lot together at night it was just kind of wild in general um it was very fun and it was probably the best like last term with a roommate I could have asked for I mean obviously I didn't know at the time that it would be my last term but it was very good um Sorry that I heard my mom. Okay. Um in terms of like a relationship, I didn't have, I wasn't dating anyone. I didn't date anyone at all in high school. Um, but I went to a banquet with Christian, the guy I liked at the time. Um, and I asked him, which was actually a pretty big deal because I was pretty like I kind of I liked him for two years. Like two and a half years actually. And so I went back and forth between being like, oh I think he likes me, to being like, oh he's never gonna like me. And then to being at some point being like, I should just give this up. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, but yeah. And then he said yes to me asking him to make quit, which I took as a, oh my gosh, maybe he likes me. And now looking back, I'm like, We're... he literally was just doing it as friends. And he was like super chill about it. And anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, I really didn't have a lot of confidence in myself during that term I just didn't really know who I was I was still basing a lot of my identity on like the college I wanted to go to because I wanted to go to an Ivy League school and I was pretty confident that I would get in spoiler alert, I did not um <laughs> and I was just really basing like who I was in my schoolwork because I was like I need to get good enough grades to go to Harvard um yeah <laughs> so then mid- March, Everything went wrong. They called us all into like the building, like the big like auditorium building where we have church. And they said, hey, um, we're deciding to end school two weeks early so you guys can get home because of the pandemic. It seems like it's going to be a bigger problem than we thought. So we went home early. We didn't have the last two weeks of school. We just didn't do anything. So we had like an extra long break. Um, it became apparent like halfway through that I was like, we're not, we're not going back. There's no way we're going back. I just, I guess I'm never going to see people again. Um, which was sad and it was really hard to deal with, but I kind of, that was like the the minute they said we're shutting school down early. Um, I, I was like, we're never coming back. So thankfully this was one of the situations where my pessimism actually did prepare me well for what was going to happen. Um, it didn't make it any easier but at the same time it's like I wasn't disappointed because I wasn't expecting much (laughs) so yeah um sorry I'm just moving the microphone um because I'm still holding it um so yeah I studied for APs over break because we would have been studying for APs anyway um we started school back up again beginning of May um I did school in my room slash in my dad's office up at the hospital when the internet wasn't working at home. It was really a struggle. Um, Took my APs up in my dad's office. I decided on a college sometime in between April and June. I think I committed to Messiah May, like end end of May or early June. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I committed to Messiah sometime in May, because I found out I wasn't accepted to any of Leagues like, April 15th, um, and so, I, oh my gosh, I cried a lot, and then, yeah, but it was also kind of, like, an I told you so moment, like, not that God ever says, like, I told you so, because, I mean, obviously like he did tell me so, but like not in that kind of way, but like basically the story of how I got to Messiah was we went and visited Messiah my 10th grade year or in between 10th and 11th grade when we were in the States in the summer, I kind of felt like God was saying like, oh, this is like, this is where I want you to go. I like, and I don't think that God necessarily tells you specific things, but I do feel like, like kind of all the signs were pointing to me, like, that I should go there, like, they had a really good study abroad program, they have a really good psychology program, a dance program, and they have, like, a lot of international students, um, and so I would fit in really well there, um, and so all the signs kind of pointed to it, and like, I don't know how to explain it, I just sometimes get these feelings that God is telling me to do something, and so, Yeah, but so anyway, I just, like, I had the very strong feeling that God wanted me to go to Messiah. And I was like, huh, no, 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 no. I'm supposed to be going to an Ivy League school because that's how smart I am. Which is really funny um, because, no, I don't study at all. (laughs) But I, yeah, I was like, God wants me to go to, he, he, you're wrong, God, sorry, you're wrong. And then I felt really bad for saying that. And then I felt like I was an awful person for saying that. Um. And God was like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to an Ivy League school. I'm running away from God. I felt like it felt like the story of Jonah. Like, that's what really, what it felt like. And I never told anyone this until after I decided to go to Messiah. But yeah, but so then I didn't get into any Ivy League schools and I got into in and Messiah and then two like really small schools and I was trying to decide between Inn and Messiah and mom was like you should like really like make sure you're considering and I was like no no, no I'm going to Messiah I know I'm going to Messiah because like not necessarily because like God told me to but just because I had a very strong feeling that I that was where I was supposed to be um and like I did know it was kind of God compelling me to obviously like I don't because I would not have wanted to go to Messiah on my own so God kind of was like, hey, listen up, buddy. (laughs) You're going there. Um, And I was, I just remember like we were comparing Wheaton and Messiah and they were almost exactly the same. Except for the fact that Messiah had a dance program. And I was like, I have to go to a place with a dance program. There's no way because I'm going to switch to a dance major which was really funny because now I'm minoring in dance, but, um, and so I'm very glad I went there because I have an amazing dance program, but, but yeah, I was so upset when I got into Messiah. I was literally, like, angry. <laughs> I was like, ah, God, I know you told me to do this, but, like, are you kidding me? I was just, Oh, I was so upset. So, anyway, um, but yeah, that was while I was at home, um, sometime around like end of april beginning of no it's beginning of april it was beginning of april yeah um we went back to rva to pick up my stuff um because we were like we're my parents were like, e- just in case, like, you guys don't go back, it's better to have your stuff so that way you can know what you even want to bring back to the states because you probably don't want to bring all that stuff back to the states, like your towels and stuff from school. So we went there, and actually, while we were there, I told Christian that I, I liked him, <laughs> and he was like, Oh, sorry, we're just friends. And I was like, Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, it was upsetting, but it was actually really the closure I needed. Like, I was like, wow, I feel so much better now. (laughs) Um, and I didn't think about it again. And then we texted like a few weeks ago and it was really chill. Um, but yeah, so, but during this time I was just like so anxious. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't sleep well. I would like wake up in the night panicking, think I was going to die. I was super depressed and like angry and lonely. I didn't even, like, hang out with people, like, even though, like, my, like, close friends who, like, I grew up with, like, were all, like, around and stuff, but I was doing school and it took me so long to do school because I couldn't get myself motivated to do anything, so, yeah, it was a really hard time, um, again, yeah, I just felt super, like, empty and, like, just numb and tired of it all, and, yeah. And I was still going to therapy, but it didn't seem to be helping anything, which was upsetting. Um, So middle of June, we found out that there was one British Embassy flight leaving Kenya. And we said, we're leaving on that because we may never get out of Kenya if it's not for that. So we left on that flight with a bunch of other people from boarding school and from where we lived so yeah it was a crazy flight it was very fun actually um because it was mostly it's like a lot of American people um we had to have our masks on the whole time I remember that um but yeah so we got back to the states I finished up school we had like three weeks left of school when we got back and I had just so much work to do and I was so 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 depressed like it hasn't it hadn't been that bad for like a while. And I just, I was so mad at myself and I was so upset and I missed Kenya, but I didn't miss Kenya. We had our graduation celebration at the end of those three weeks. It was like an online thing. Um, and it wasn't even like a zoom. We just, um, well we did zoom, but it was like a YouTube video and I cried so hard and I just missed all my friends, and I was so lonely. Um, and I was just overwhelmed by everything. Um, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't feel like I belonged in America. I was so anxious about college. I didn't feel prepared for anything. Um, we moved back into our house that we've had since I was like a little kid. We just have people rented out while we're in Africa. But, um, yeah. And we were here for like, we were in our house for like two weeks and then I went to college. Um, the weeks leading up to like, while I was at college, like the weeks leading up to going to college, I like literally wouldn't like get out of bed. I just felt so so sad. And I started medication around this time. Um, but yeah, it was so bad. Like I, I would be sitting there and I'd just kind of like be zoning out. My parents would be like, Are you okay? And I would be like, I'm just sad. And I don't know why. And it was really bad. Um, yeah, and I was just super unsure of myself. I didn't know who I wanted to be in college. I didn't know how people would perceive me. I was scared about COVID. I was scared about a lot. Um, yeah, but I also, something I like kind of picked up over the summer because obviously this was when, um, a lot of like protests were going on and stuff. Um, I started realizing how important like activism and stuff is to me. Um, so that was kind of something that like, I think that was something that really like heightened my anxiety, but also kind of helped me find something to like do with myself, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't read the news quite as much because like, I still like, I still want to be educated, but I don't want to put like, I do think that I can make a difference, but I don't think that like me reading or not reading the news is going to save the world. So yeah, I just think, yeah, I think that was just, it's just been nice to like, I've taken almost the entire, I've taken like half the month of December off of Instagram and it's been like a huge relief actually. Um yeah but so around the same time as I was super lonely I realized how important activism is to me um in mid-August I went to college I made some friends some international friends and then like my roommate and some other non-international friends um girl sorry I just heard there's someone using a hammer outside I don't know where they are but I do hear it um anyway but yeah I really did like it It at school um it was a really really rough first semester I struggled to adjust I emotionally just was not doing good the medicine wasn't helping as much as it should have been it was making me really anxious even though it was like helping my depression a little bit Um, but yeah, um, my parents came to visit me sometime in the middle of the semester, um, around the same time that I had to have, like, kind of an intervention with a counselor on campus, as well as my, like, counselor that I was meeting with over Zoom. Um, yeah, it was, it was bad. (laughs) Um, But things started getting better after my parents came to see me. I kind of just like started like looking at things in a different way. I was like, okay, it's like, actually it was like around the time of my birthday, which was also happened to be the time that I started talking to this guy, um, that like things started getting better. But so basically this guy, he was in my U.S. class, um, super nice still it's super nice, actually, I just haven't talked to him in a while, but, um, but, yeah, we, he, like, kind of showed some interest in me, and then I was, like, oh, okay, and I, I talked about this, like, in the previous episode, um, when I was talking with my sister about it, but, yeah, I, I was, like, oh, I definitely like him, and we talked a lot, and I was, like, wow, he's super nice, um, and he actually listens to me, and he lets me talk about how I grew up and stuff, and so that was just super nice, and so we started talking pretty seriously. We didn't want to call it dating because we were like, this is really moving fast, like literally within a week, within two days of knowing each other, we told each other we liked each other, (laughs) so yeah, Um, but yeah, it was just moving really fast, and I was like, okay, let's just not say we're dating, and we said we were dating eventually, Um, and then we broke up, um, just cause he didn't seem like he just felt really pressured and he just, at least as far as I could tell, that's what it seemed like. I'm, there was just like a lot going on and there was just like a lot of stress. Um, and I was pretty upset and I still like, I, yeah, but I've like had time to think about it. And I think for right now it's for the best. I mean, we're gonna, I'm planning on talking to him at some point when I go back to campus. So but, yeah, so that was, like, we dated for, like, almost the whole month of November. Um, We dated from, like, end of October to, like, mid-end of November, like, right before we went back home. Um. Yeah, and it was, it was okay. I mean, there were some things that I kind of thought were unreasonable, and there were, I'm sure, some things that he thought were also unreasonable. But, yeah, but overall, it was a like, a good experience, and I think he really did mean well. I think he just- I think neither of us just really knew what we were doing. I mean, it was our first relationship, so, yeah, but it was fine. Um, Also, in November, I voted. Very exciting. It- yeah, it was kind of just- it was very interesting, because, like, I just- when I was filling out the ballot, I was like, I literally don't know who any of these people are except the person I want as president. So, yeah, that was- Um, that was fun. (laughs) Um, yeah. And around the same time that I started dating, I started getting like, like body image, like issues. I started like seeing myself as like not pretty enough and stuff. And I mean, that happens when you're in a relationship, you kind of start wondering, oh, am I really good enough for them? And so like, yeah, so that was kind of hard. Because I didn't know what to do about it. Um, But I did talk to my therapist about it and stuff. Um, And I did get really anxious when, like, he started kind of, like, not showing less interest in me. But kind of, like, seeming more unsure of our relationship. That, like, really stressed me out. Um, But I definitely got a lot more sure of myself as, like, a person. Kind of, like, adjusted to who I'm going to be in college and who I'm going to be for the rest of my life. Um, and I feel like I was like really like my true self. Like I shared like my story of how I grew up and I shared how I feel about that. And yeah, it was, it was, it was a pretty good semester overall. Like, I mean, there were definitely some hard things, but I think it was as good as a first semester can be. (laughs) Um, yeah. So then end of November, went back home, had finals the week after Thanksgiving, um, I was gonna get a job, um, and for the first, like, two, three weeks, I felt really useless because I didn't have a job, I wasn't, like, I finished finals, I didn't, I wasn't doing anything, I was just laying in my bed all day, um, and I just felt awful about myself, um, but then I was like, okay, you know what, I'm just gonna enjoy my last, like, actual full break ever because next summer I'm going to be definitely working and stuff like that, so I was, but yeah, sorry. gonna yawn again anyway okay um gosh that was a loud yawn um but yeah so instead of getting a job I decided I was gonna learn to drive and then it snowed and I couldn't learn to drive um but I'm supposed to be going driving when my dad gets home actually in a few minutes probably um but yeah so I just kind of chilled I've been chilling at home going to physical therapy for my back and my hips, which has been good, the people at PT are amazing, they're super funny, and we just kind of chill and vibe, and just talk about random stuff, um, yeah, it's been with me, and it feels weird to call him my ex, because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, my ex, like, and when they say that, they mean it in a bad way, but he's still, a like, a good person, like, I mean, as good as a person can be um he just we just were in different places in life and that's fine but yeah I was pretty upset at first like I was like I've gone back and forth between being like oh you know what I'm fine it's gonna be fine and then getting really mad again um but it's it's been okay i I really do miss him a lot like just because he would listen to me Just because, like, even if we're not dating, we're still friends. Like, I still miss him. Like, I miss my friends. Um, yeah. But I'm also, like, I've also struggled a lot with being mad at myself. Because I know that he's not, he can't help that he's emotionally in a different place than me. And I can't blame him for that. But at the same time, I feel like there should be someone to blame. But obviously, that's not how life works. You don't need someone to blame. Like, yeah, so I've gone back and forth between blaming myself, being like, oh, you could have done better, and then blaming him, being like, oh my gosh, what he said, like, the reason he wanted to break up was unreasonable, which is not true, I mean, like, the excuses he used for his reasoning were kind, felt unreasonable, um, like, the reasoning he gave me, not, like, the actual subconscious, but was actually going through his head when he said it, like, that seemed unreasonable to me, but really it all came down to, he just wasn't ready for a relationship and that's fine. Um, I rather give him time to grow than try to push him to date me again. <laughs> um, cause I think that's just the more healthy thing to do. But anyway, yeah, so that was hard. Um, overall, like my emotional state has been pretty like up and down recently. Um, but i mean i think once i adjusted to being back home it kind of got better oh my word and then um yeah i'm still like kind of a mess i guess but i think i have a better grip on myself i hope um and i think i'm like figuring out like who i am as an adult like without my parents being around I mean obviously my parents are around because I'm literally living with them right now but I think I'm getting more confident in myself so yeah so that's basically my 2020 um I don't really have anything else to say um yeah so this is the last episode of this year Really hope it actually gets up on like Apple Music and Spotify and stuff by the end of the year. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> um, I'll figure that out. And if it doesn't, if you're listening to this in 2021, I'm sorry. Um but yeah, so I'm thankful for you people who have listened to me just spout random stuff, um, for the past few months on this podcast um yeah I always I feel so bad like being like oh share this podcast with people because that sounds dumb like I don't I don't really care like because that makes it seem like I'm doing this for people to listen to it which obviously I am but like I don't care show this to people if you think that they'll laugh at me or something like if you think they'll be entertained by it then show it to them Um, yeah, Uh, otherwise, I hope you guys have a great, uh, new year, and, um, I hope 2021 goes better for us than 2020 did, um, yeah, so here's hoping for a better 2021, um, I will see you guys next year!